welcome to episode 59 of the Early Game Podcast. Today we talk about Me Too Maker, the Zelda gameplay reveal, E3 being cancelled, Assassin's Creed Mirage being delayed, and news about the Cyberpunk add-on Phantom Liberty. Enjoy! Welcome to the Early Game Podcast. Episode 59. Yes. Episode 59. Um... I, I, I realized that we should introduce ourselves during the beginning of episode. Yeah, there might be newcomers. Yeah. I'm Faris. I'm John. John. Yeah. Uh, We're in the studio. Of Early Game. Earlygame.com. And if you can put two and two together, you'll realize this is a gaming website. And so this is yes. a gaming news podcast. Yes, where we talk about all things gaming. Um, if you like this podcast, please rate and review it. Give us five stars. Share it somewhere. Show it to your friends. It helps us grow, and it's much appreciated. I've already seen people actually do it, which oh, okay. I really appreciate. We've got quite a lot of nice reviews on Spotify and stuff. That's awesome. Thank, thank you, everyone. Uh, please keep doing that if you haven't already. And, yeah, let's let's start. We, um, Well, before we, before we get too ahead of ourselves, John, how are you? Yeah, thank you. Good. Uh, really good. It's April. It's sort of a bit more summery. Um, oh, I'm cold over... week ahead, though. Yeah, cold week ahead. Yeah, yeah. still the last, like, clawing fingernails of uh, yeah. spring, not ready to die yet, and yeah. give way to new life. Um, but it's been generally good. Things are getting warmer. Um, I Oh, I will talk about it on my uh, What Have We Been Playing, but yeah. I hit a milestone. I'm, I was very proud of you when I heard about this. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, nice. How have yeah. you been? How have you been? Good, good. I had a really nice weekend. I saw a great movie, which I'll briefly talk about. Nice, nice. John Wick 4. Um, did a lot of cooking. Did a lot of nice stuff that wasn't just staring into a screen and playing a video game, which I've been doing <sighs> a lot of recently. That's good. It's... I did a lot of the staring into <laughs> a screen. <laughs> it's just the last few weeks were very busy with new releases. We covered Resident Evil and Diablo and stuff. Yeah. I finished Resident Evil. Since our last, since we talked about it last time. Nice. Good finish. Yeah, yeah. Very, very good. I'm very excited for Mercenaries coming out. Um, Soon, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll mention that again at the end of the podcast. Um, but yeah, nice weekend. Like you said, April's here. Um, things are getting a bit brighter, a bit nicer. The kind of seemingly endless period of gray skies and darkness are, are over. Yeah. Which is really nice. And yeah, um, it's 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 quite good. Let's get into the stuff we've been doing. Yes. Last week, the, the things we played. Do you want to start your? I can break away with my new milestone. Yes. yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm pleased to announce, after years of being hard stuck in gold, I broke into platinum on Apex ranked this weekend. Thank you, thank you, Faris. Thank you. I might add, if I remember, I might have an applause here. Yes, yeah, please. It was, well uh, yeah, it was on the morning of Friday. I woke up very early. I've got so since Warzone has been on the harsh decline. Uh, so I, I played Apex because we covered it at work, but I was always more of a Warzone player. That's where like my clan was, the famous Venari. Uh They were always on Warzone. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, uh, <laughs> um, but. That's got so bad. It's been so bad, Warzone. And it's been at the same time as everything else getting better. And all these like Counter-Strike, Fortnite Creative. We spoke about half the stuff on this podcast. Like so many great leaps and bounds forward for this genre, but not COD, which is so damn bad. So lots of people have been playing with me, uh, which has been nice. And yeah, they've been loving it. So we've been on the grind. And uh, yeah, I haven't been solo queuing, so I made it into Platinum. Amazing. Yeah, it's great. It's great. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very proud of you. That's like the second highest. No. Well, so, well, it's like uh, after that, it's the second highest of the normal rank. So after yeah. that, it becomes like the top yeah, 2% like, like elite, yeah, like no. masters. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, it's like when you have like a number and like a skull or something. Like yeah. Like an Apex Predator, right? Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's like, that's not, no. It's, it's, it's the best rank I'll achieve as a normal person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm very proud of you. Thank well you. Done. Thank you, yeah, yeah. You kind of make me uh, want to jump back into Apex, but it's just like um, playing with you guys is too intense for me because you take yeah. it so seriously. Yeah, lots and of comms. I'm, I'm not a t- <laughs> ranked type of player. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is still an amazing game, and yeah. I'm, I'm glad to see you do well. Yeah, Definitely. some good quality of life features. They did the. Uh, you remember in Siege where they didn't do an operation and they did one operation that was like Operation Health and it was like all quality of life. And it's like, we're not going to give you new shit, we're going to fix stuff for this season. Yeah. And people are annoyed at first because it's like yeah. no new legend, whatever. But you realize quite quickly, yeah. actually, we needed that breathing space to actually just fix some of the basic stuff. Yeah, for sure. I, I remember with Siege as well, there was also UI overhaul. Yeah. And everyone was like, what the fuck is this shit? And, um, but it was so much better. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Because it was like the same UI for like five, six years. And then when the game finally changes it, it's always the same. So it's like, oh, why? Everything's new. Uh, yeah. And then you get used to it. You're like, oh, okay, it's You just better. learn that one button they switched and you're okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's in a great place if you're listening at home and you're like Farris, maybe played in the past but didn't. A- good time to go back to Apex. Good time to go back indeed. For sure, for sure. Apex always good. But yourself, what have you been playing? Um, and watching. Yes, I will briefly talk about John Wick. But first... Uh, I want to recommend people a new game that's coming out on... It should be... It is out by the time you listen to this podcast. It came out this week. John, do you know what Meteor Maker is? Only because, because I've read your review. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you you do probably know what Dead by Daylight is, right? I know Dead by Daylight, yeah. yeah. Um, everyone knows Dead by Daylight because it invent- basically invented or popularized the 4v1 or 5v1, whatever... Uh, asynchronous multiplayer horror stuff um, and the same developer now made uh, Meet Your Maker uh, it's, the, it's the new game and it's again like an asynchronous multiplayer type of thing and it's a very unique thing because it's uh, I always very reductively but it is a pretty fitting description uh, called the Doom meets Mario Maker nice, nice because you have to like sort of it's it's like in this very strange sci-fi apocalyptic world very strong mad max vibes and it's like a first person shooter okay and um you go out and you rate so-called outposts you you come into an outpost do you do first person shooting it's very fast-paced very quick you have a grappling hook it feels good um that's very reminiscent of something like doom uh, in terms of vibe and in terms of how it feels and um you write these outposts. You have to you have to uh, extract like a material from them and then leave. And the special thing about this game is that all of the outposts in the game that you write are made by other players. Okay. So you have the second element to it where you have a building mode, where you can build your own outposts that then other players will write. Okay. So you put in like AI and gun turrets and exactly. Okay. And uh, um, you build the whole. You um, how it works is that. Uh, the more you raid, the more resources you you gather, and the more currency, and you you upgrade your base and stuff, and you will eventually unlock the ability to build, and you will unlock like plots. The first one is quite small, and it 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 grows larger the more you unlock. And in that plot, you have like certain things that are fixed, but let's say ninety percent of the level you can build yourself. In what I can only describe as 
the so far best ripoff of Minecraft Creative Mode that I've ever <laughs> seen. It basically feels like Minecraft. You you fly around. You have a selection of blocks and decals and okay. and stuff, and you can build the the world, uh, the level completely to your wish that's nice that it's not just like a tower defense with really strict no. squares so it's like oh i can only fit a four square i've got just two options yeah it's it, that part is amazing like i i really love building stuff and yeah like like you said you you set your own traps you you set uh guards and can even uh do stuff like um record their movement okay so you can jump into a guard or briefly in first person you walk around Oh, and so you can set your own patrol yeah, routes. Yeah, exactly, and stuff like that. That's, That's really cool. cool. Even with like flying enemies yeah. and, and shit, and you have a lot of uh, opportunity, like a lot of a lot of stuff you can do in there, and it's very variable. And it's maybe a little bit much in the beginning. Like it took me a little bit to get used to everything, um, but but you have so many possibilities to do cool shit. And you can also do it in co-op. You can build in co-op as well, as that's well as cool. right. So you can and have like a kind of this is our groups, yeah, exactly kind of thing. Yeah. And I've been playing it with uh, our colleague Malena, and that was the most fun I had with the game, like building a, yeah. a death trap together. And you have like certain, um, I think the system they found by um, by which it allows you to build your thing. You need to uh, meet certain criteria, but they're quite simple. In a way where it's like, okay, you rarely get in situations where the game doesn't allow you to build a certain thing or where it gets iffy about something. And that just, most of that feels really good. And it's really cool. And if, you, if you're that type of creative player who loves these editors, like you will have a lot of fun with this. And like, you can do stuff like watch replays of players uh, attempting your outpost. And that's so fun seeing like, ah, oh, yeah, they, they fell into the trap yeah, I set yeah, here. Yeah. Like, um, they took I, our bait, yeah. Exactly, the, those types of things. And and it's so, the whole game is so cool and unique and I've never played anything like this. And um, it's super creative. And I, I had a lot of fun with it. The, the only thing I, I I wonder, because it's online only and it's so reliant, literally the levels you play in the game yeah. are built by the community. So I'm it's wondering, like, is it free to play? Is it so? What, what's the deal with it? It's thirty bucks. Okay. It's on Steam, PlayStation Five, and Xbox Series. It's okay. next gen only. That's it. It's consoles as well. Uh, yeah, I haven't played it with a controller. Uh, some of the building, I wonder, like even on the keyboard, I was like, oh, this is quite complex. Yeah. But yeah. They probably found a good way to do it. Um, which I think is is a fair price for this. I mean, the, it's 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 not content heavy. Um which is one of my concerns, especially with the raiding part. You only have like a handful of weapons and gadgets and stuff to use. Yeah. You do have this like, you have a lot of different resources to juggle. So a lot of numbers go up all the time and you unlock new stuff and uh, that does work. But like, it's not like you're working towards hundreds of unlocks. Yeah. It's like, I think the building, which is which is at the core here, which is the most interesting part and like discovering what other p uh, players made. And I've already seen in... Just playing pre-release, uh, what like other journalists and streamers and and the developers did was like, there were so many cool things like pyramids and yeah, quake-like levels with like multiple levels. So where is like, like the that. world you walk around, or do you like choose someone's base? Yeah, you you have like a base of operations, and then you have like a, a table where it's like it's like a it's like a war map, okay, you know, yeah, like a war yeah. room. Yeah, and the game will create little sticks where you can push the men, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, the game will create like uh, um, a selection of levels 
from other players for you okay. uh, split by uh, difficulty but you can also just like in Mario Maker just like type uh, go into your friend's Specific world specific codes for yeah. their world whatever yeah yeah uh, I don't know I think you can just do codes I'm not sure but you can definitely just, just go into your friends just choose to go to one yeah yeah yeah, um, th yeah the thing is uh, and what is also good and clever is that it's part of PS Plus this month in April wow so, on release yeah wow that's quite bold um, why not get you need you need people in for a game like that to work don't you you I need a community it's it's a bold strategy that sometimes really pays off not a lot of games um like dare to do it because obviously you give your brand new game away for free basically i mean i'm sure sony paid them for it but yeah <clears throat> you will probably eat a loss um but there are some examples where they really worked out especially with a new game that is also really weird yeah um i think maybe people i don't know if people remember this but when rocket league first came out many moons ago i think like 2015 or something yeah it was in on ps plus okay uh, was it, is it not launch. always free no no it wasn't it was like 15 20 euros or something oh, in the beginning. Okay, okay. yeah it, it eventually became a free-to-play game yeah but it was just a normal game which bought maybe this is a similar case here like yeah. it'll become free to play down the line maybe they can add enough kind of stuff to yeah. sell within it they've already announced like uh dlc coming in the next few months and I, yeah, I think having it on PS Plus will guarantee that at least a lot of players will try it. And I think... It's probably what you need, right? I think a good number of them will stick because it is a really cool thing. And if the community are making yeah. the content, you yeah. know. And it's it's a, it's the type of game, kind of like something like Dead by Daylight, where like you just need like a couple of famous streamers picking this up. You just need XQC to do yeah. a session of it. Yeah, 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 or like one viral video of like, look at this crazy thing that happened because yeah. you can do so much cool shit. Someone because... remade the entirety of yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will definitely see that too. A also Helm's with deep. like how um, flexible the editor is. Okay. You'll definitely see some cool like, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, I made Hogwarts in here or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that it's really, really cool. I hope I hope it will sustain itself. I hope it will find that community. Seems like an awesome idea. Yeah. It's... As you say, it just kind of depends now how well it's received, doesn't it? And how much of a thing it becomes. And Exactly. Yeah. Because, yeah, it, it completely feeds from the community's uh, creativity. Yeah. Which I am excited to see. Also because I'm a horrible... I'm not a very creative person. There's going to be a lot of people like that who aren't yeah. into the building thing, but want to go and raid and see other people's yeah. great creations, you know? Yeah, and like I said... Thankfully, that part is also fun. That's maybe, but that is maybe where I have the most uh, worries. The shooting, yeah, raiding part. Because it's just, that's like the finest in terms of amount of content and stuff. You only have like four weapons or something. Yeah. Uh, and maybe that will get boring for people. But it's hard to tell now because I think the kind of creative element can carry you. Um, and I think that was more the reason for me to keep playing instead of, oh, I've unlocked one more grenade slot or whatever. Yeah. yeah like yeah. that typical shooter. Time's good. Destroy a base. Yeah. It was more like it was more like, oh, cool, I've unlocked a new trap I can use in the build mode, or, oh, I want to see what people build. Yeah. So that stuff really works, and yeah, I'm excited to keep an eye on it and keep playing it and see how it develops. I think I think it could become. Not massive, but like something we'll keep hearing about and something that could maybe establish itself sort of like that by daylight. Yeah. It could also kind of dwindle and 
become a tiny thing to the side, which I hope it doesn't. Well, you can uh, be a part of making sure it doesn't, listener. As Farah said, <laughs> yeah. free on PS Plus. So yeah, this month, this is the month to get it. Yeah, ch- check it out. Just it, it's it's best. It's it's a type of game you need to play to realize what's going going on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't see. really. It's hard to sell on the on the surface level. It's a weird game on many levels. Yeah. But I think it's something that is appealing to a lot of people. Yeah, if they can actually just get some hands on and get an idea of what it is. Yeah, so cool. Media Maker nice. out now. Um, like I said earlier, I watched John Wick 4 this weekend, and my God, what a great film. I really, really loved it. And I just want to briefly, because this is another film podcast, but I, I kept thinking about video games for watching this film, and I've watched all the John Wick films, and I love them all. And this is my favorite one of the series. And also, this is the first one that so strongly reminded me of video games. Okay. Uh, and it was also interesting to me because uh, the director of John Wick, Chad Stahelski, I think his name is, is going to uh, direct adaptations of Rainbow Six and Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, okay. That's cool. And, which totally makes sense, both yeah. of them. Like, because you have elements of both of them in John Wick. like the, uh, Especially in this one, because there's a large section that's set in Japan. So, like, all the assassins in Japan are obviously, like, swing katanas and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that and just even though they've got they could have a gun they're using a shuriken because they're cool yeah yeah, yeah they're, <laughs> it, it, that's exactly what happens like they <laughs> nice. uh, like a base in uh, of the japanese assassins basically gets invaded yeah, yeah and like they're like getting their guns out but they're all like katanas and shurikens and bows and stuff yeah, yeah, while yeah. the invaders are all like uh, having assault rifles that's cool um and like just because uh, him and his team are so good at directing like hand to hand combat, like uh, close combat, yeah, like just amazingly good at that. Um, I could totally see Ghost of Tsushima working, and like also the Rainbow Six like tactical, yeah, uh, um, like just the tactical battles and everything explodes. The and... really, yeah, uh, the tactical. Uh, I can't wait for all the little cool signs. And the little, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's and got to be a break in through the window repel scene, doesn't there? One hundred percent. And I hope they go the siege round route where it's basically GI Joe, where yeah, everyone yeah. has like a wild ability, <laughs> it's, it's like a completely unrealistic. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. we have this shield that's electric, or like, yeah. um, we've just developed an early hologram technology, sir. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also, the public have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, you could also because there's a little bit of that in Siege. People yeah, already yeah, forgot yeah. that there's like Siege is ridiculous. Yeah. Siege is not like the previous Rainbow no. Six games. No, no, no. <laughs> it starts as just hammers yeah, and yeah. EMPs, and then I don't even know what the current stuff is. But yeah, you're right. It's yeah, there's the like stuff. Uh, invisible people and there's the girl that shoots a grappling hook. Oh, which, I which love. Is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's 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 the best operator to use on house. Nice. Because no oh, one straight up to <laughs> straight into the house. Yeah. And, People are always surprised. Yeah. Um, and also, I want to briefly mention, which I thought was so funny, um, without spoiling too much, but there's two, there's one scene or one section of the film which I think is 100% uh, just stolen, basically, from Hitman 3. And one section which is definitely 1,000% very strongly inspired by Hotline Miami. Our elevator comes up. Ding! <laughs> it's like it's like an action in a, a very long, very great Corridor. action scene that is filmed from above. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Oh, okay. That is very much uh, yeah. even more so. It like literally looks like Hotline Miami. Yeah. I was yeah. like, you definitely, you are a gamer. Yeah. I, I see you, Chad. I see your game. So, yeah, I just wanted to mention and and, and recommend the film to people. It's a 
easily one of the best American action films of all time to me. It's so ridiculously wow. good. Yeah. yeah. Especially the last hour where it's like, okay, this is our last, because this is also going to be the last film. Okay. So they were like, let's just go all out and they just pull, like, pull no punches, like pull out all the, all the big guns they have. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's fuck, like the last hour is just nonstop ridiculous action. It's like fantastic, nice. and yeah, it made me it made me excited for these upcoming video game adaptations. Okay, so, yeah. okay, well, well, okay, well, that is exciting news. You've had mm. it here first. Go and watch John Wick. I Please. still need. To, I don't know if I've seen them all yet, but Neilab loves them, so she'll be definitely watching it. Yeah, yeah. sure, she's gonna have a good time. Uh, you know who else is gonna have a good time? Oh, hey, uh, Nintendo Switch owners next month. Because Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is coming. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> we finally, John, I know this will not interest you, so I'll keep it short. Uh, we finally. Uh, of all the Nintendo games, I've got yeah. respect for Legends of uh, Zelda. Whatever. Legends yeah. of Zelda's. Yeah. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom finally got an extended gameplay reveal. We, we got a bunch of very short, very elusive trailers so far. And now, uh, roughly six weeks ahead of uh, release. Sorry. Wow, we're really getting there, aren't we? We're we are getting there, and we finally saw some gameplay. They showed us gameplay, and they showed some of the new features in this game, and it's fucking ridiculous. Um, the 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 maybe greatest thing about Breath of the Wild was that it was truly a fully systematic game. It was very physics based, and you you had different abilities, like an ice ability, and you could create wind with fire and stuff like that. You could really interact with the world dynamically. Okay, and they're fully embracing this. And, and blowing it up tenfold. Because you have these like ridiculous new abilities, which just, um, I'm so excited to see what people do with. Uh, one of them is called Fuse, where you can combine any two, I think it's two, they haven't said it, maybe it's even more. You can combine any two items to create a new weapon, basically. Which, in, in, in the trailer, it's like, oh, I have a stick, it breaks after three hits, it sucks. Oh, let me combine it with a stone. So now I have a improvised club. It, it it's much stronger and it holds uh, holds up much longer. It's like okay, what else can I do? And then they show like you have like a longer stick and like a like a like a pitchfork, and they create this like four five meter long lance out of it. Nice. And things like and that's like just two examples. Yeah, yeah. And like you could, like, my imagination immediately ran wild. Like. You have like hundreds of different items and the weapons and stuff in the game. Like, and if you can combine all of them and all of them have unique properties, that's like insane. That's thousands of weapons. That's thousands, in, infinite weapons. Um, and stuff like you can put a puffer fish on your arrow and it will become homing. That's awesome. And things awesome. like that. That's cool. Or you can put like an ice element on your arrow and it becomes an ice arrow and things yeah. like that. It's like, that's so sick. And just having this like really unique. Uh, ridiculously large crafting system. Is Zelda so cool. traditionally crafted? Was that in? No, I that, mean you said there were some synergies in Breath of the Wild. With yeah, the yeah elements, it was but... it was a new thing in Breath of the Wild where okay. it really focused on that. And now, like I said, it's it's um, it's so blown up to the degree where you have this other ability, Ultra Hand, which is a great name. I think it's also a reference to something that I didn't get, where you can pick any items and like glue them together to make vehicles. So they have this example where there's just three lo logs from trees and a fan, and they stick them together to make a boat. Nice. Because that's it, how easy it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in in the game it is. And, I and, hope and, it's just a hand fan. 
I hope it's like a, <laughs> a really small. It's fairly. It's. I would say it's about as big as this pop shield. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and and stuff like to show like oh you can create uh, helicopters basically and stuff like that and it's like wow again another completely new dimension to this game, which is super exciting and there's stuff like you can rewind time for specific objects. You can you have this weird ability where you can basically glitch through through ceilings. So if you're in a building yeah. and it has a ceiling, you can warp through the ceiling. Okay, well, like portal style. Yeah, <laughs> so, and, and, and Link just kind of whooshes up upwards and then, and then pops up on the other side. And it's, 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 uh, it's really wild. And I, I, I imagine that's not everything the game has to offer in terms of just straight abilities. Yeah. So it was, it was hard to say what to expect from this game, but they are clearly showing that they're gonna offer something try to offer something special yeah here like, crafting stuff like that seems yeah. like it'll offer like hundreds if not thousands of hours of replayability yeah. they must be confident in it was that like very much the focus of the gameplay then yeah, they yeah. wanted to show you look at the crafting stuff and a little bit of like because the, the thing about the game that like a lot of people discussed is like it's the same technically the same map as the last game but through some mysterious story thing that we don't know large parts of it were elevated in the air Okay. And there's now Sky Islands, so you have you have the whole map from Breath of the Wild completely changed, plus the islands in the sky. Yeah. And they showed how to so one way to get up there is to build an aircraft, or to uh, they have like stones falling from the sky, and you can climb up on a stone and rewind the stone's trajectory <laughs> through time, so it flies upwards. Uh, okay. And and then you can jump onto the islands. What kind of, <laughs> what kind of Saturday morning cartoon science <laughs> is this? Yeah. It's but it's it's so fun and it's yeah. like so creative and they were really thinking like okay what that can does we, sound really awesome. What what can yeah. we add to this a game that everyone loves? It sounds but, like it'll be full of moments where you kind of magically discover things by yourself, like lots of these lovely little things where it's not like you yeah we've just gone about the world yeah. and if you open up your imagination more to what you could do, you'll come across loads yeah. of these opportunities. Like to this day, six years after release there's still videos of people doing crazy shit in Breath of the Wild that no one has ever done before. Yeah. And like this game will will have even 10 times more opportunities for that. So, so that's this is exciting. probably going to be the best Switch game of all time then. Maybe it's 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 probably going up there. I I don't I mean there's still plenty of opportunity to fuck it up, but it's I'm very confident in them and I, yeah. they feel very confident. I think with this is like their maybe number one title. I don't, I think yeah. I think as you say probably quite uh quite wise to be confident i don't i really yeah. would be surprised if there's anything glaring we'll obviously get that oh it's so glitchy but i think that's just the switch i don't think it's like the game and, and they seem to embrace it. and there's like surprisingly impressive stuff where because the sky islands are like miles up in the air yeah and if you jump down from them you just fly down and and there's no loading times you see the entire world it's like very impressive for the yeah, switch yeah. and there's something they have some magic they have like an extra ram stick or something that they can yeah. use i don't know i don't know how they do it on this it's unlocked horribly... just for the release of yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like we put it's it in waiting for we years. put it in here six years ago yeah. finally we can use it i don't know how they do it because the switch is like horrible in terms of hardware it's it's my phone is probably stronger than, than, <laughs> than the switch and yeah. somehow they pull this off and it's really cool it's probably going to be super low res but it's 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 maybe it's cool. like maybe um there'll be some new upgraded switch in a year and they can yeah, release it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, 
But yeah, that was really cool. I I, I was very excited by if that. If there's one game that would ever make me get the Switch, it'd probably be this one. It genuinely is. Like, I'm not an Nintendo person at all, as you know, but it genuinely does seem like this is just a great RPG yeah. with lots of fun crafting elements. Yeah. So, I mean, I won't get... I, I can't justify it because I need to get a Switch. So it'd make the price of the game about 350 <laughs> euros. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, something that isn't coming this year. This is sad news. I don't have yeah. a really fancy link for this. I'm sorry. I'm not as good at the listeners, but we've got some sad news. It's the big news. We heard it this weekend. We kind of saw it coming. I think Faris might even have predicted it on a podcast. Yeah. E3 has been cancelled. E3 is no more. Your favourite expo of the year that I'm sure many of you grew up waiting for. You know, that's where the biggest releases came from. It's over. It's done. Yeah. We're living in the future now. We are the futures now. Well, uh, I should be. We should be precise. It's still like it's not like it doesn't exist as a company. There's going to be some form of much smaller thing, right? But not a big expo like we know, because the website is still like live. I'm very confused. I no, it's E3 is definitely cancelled. No, no, like, the, the, whole thing. the event is cancelled. But what I mean oh. is, I think they're planning to do some kind of uh, like they're trying to change it rather than it just being mm. the company is dead. I think it's like they're trying to shift it into some kind of smaller, maybe more um, kind of dev-focused event. That's at least what their website seems to suggest. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen any of that. I think... Wait, let me let me double check. Yeah. They've said like they're doing like a... Because I think it's like not happening, but there's like... Well, you know what is happening, which is really funny, is Summer Game Fest by Jeff Keighley which he promptly, after this news was revealed that E3 was cancelled, immediately revealed that Summer Game Fest is having their big opening show on June 8th or something. Just, yeah. And it's so funny every time, Jeff, because Jeff Keighley used to be, uh, if you don't know, he's like the organizer and host of the Game Awards. And he, he started the Summer Game Fest last year or two years ago. And he used to be big, uh, um, a, a big face of E3. And he used to be very closely connected to ESA. And they, uh, the organizer of E3, and they had a falling out at some point, which is very clear because Keeley does not miss a single opportunity to stab them in the back. Nice. It's, nice. And it's so fun. Like, you should check out his tweet about the Summer Game Fest announcement, and it's the replies are so funny. It was literally minutes after it was announced, announced that E3 was dead, and he just, re- like, revels in that. Um, so we're gonna have summer game fest, and that's also gonna be a physical thing. That's yeah. gonna be an expo in LA, as well as as we know it from last year, like the big live streams. Yes, the the one big live stream they do, and then they kind of have publishers do live streams under their banner. Basically. So we're gonna get something. Yeah, we're gonna get a kind of equivalent on well yeah. online for most people. And like the 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 summer game fest show was pretty decent last year. Oh. I'm trying to. I think it was two years. Right? It uh, had the uh, had Microsoft a, Starfield stuff, didn't it? I think so. I'm Last not sure. Year? I'm pretty sure it had. Um, it had the first major Elden Ring trailer. I think that was the first that Summer Game Fest. Would have been two years ago, yeah. surely. Uh, yeah. I think oh, it was, sorry. You're talking yeah. about the one two years ago. Yeah, yeah. 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 So some pretty big stuff. Pretty good I, stuff. Where else can you go if you're that big? Yeah. And you were right. I thought when I read the website from the notification that it was that they were going to try and do a online thing, but not with big publishers. Or yeah. But no, it's just fully gone. Yeah, no, it's um, gone. It's dead. Which yeah. is a shame because, I mean, it's kind of weird, but this is just what the gaming industry is, that we are bemoaning the death of a convention. But it is 
it is a shame because I have so many wonderful memories of staying up until like 2 a.m. to watch the Sony press conference. And, yeah. and especially in the, let's say, last generation of the internet where it wasn't all like Twitter and individualized feeds and everyone yeah. immediately knew everything. Having this like kind of gathered, um, like you have this one week and everyone has to be there to to see all of the cool, amazing stuff. Mm. And now everything leaks and everyone... Everyone knows thing. it instantly. Yeah. Everyone knows it kind of before. People have this idea of what's yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah. It's a big shame. As you say, it's sort of odd that we are mourning it because, yeah. you know, we still... It's basically I, a big ad. Yeah, it's a big <laughs> advert. Yeah. But it was... Yeah, I mean, you can see from the company's perspective why it made less and less sense. But as you say, yeah. it's quite nice to have it all packed together then, especially because in summer, I suppose it's may maybe it's less like this. I don't know. But it's definitely that... Well, it's probably still the same. But well, I remember that it was always the biggest games are November, basically, in October. So summer yeah. was always so dead that E3 was like a kind of rest bite in the middle. Yeah. That it kind of, you know, where there's nothing else going yeah. on. You it got you excited, excited for games again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or there might be like a, I don't know, shadow drop of a demo yeah. back in those PT, days. I think, dropped during E3 or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's stuff to look forward to. But, I mean, as we've been saying, it just doesn't make sense. No. Um, now, I mean, and one positive, I guess, for gamers is now that every publisher is doing their own thing, you don't need to stay up till 2 <laughs> or even later and watch for no. hours. And if you are already interested in, say, Nintendo or Sony... Yeah, you can get. Ah, oh, it's not really good. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find the kind of nice. Uh, every cloud has a silver lining, but to be honest, it is just upsetting news. It it is kind of, I I find it a bit more exhausting to keep up with everything because it's so uh, split apart. It's I, I enjoy having these big shows still. Uh, that Jeff Key, it's mainly him now at this point doing these like two hour long shows full of new like the Summer Game, Game Awards Fest and, and Game Summer Awards. Game Fest. Uh, they're like the only two big things we still have. Right? Yeah, even though you can tell that there's they're also massively padded because you yeah. don't really you you won't get like a new God of War there or something. You won't get like no. Sony, Microsoft are still are doing their own thing now outside of everyone. Nintendo does whatever the fuck they want, <laughs> and having it all bundled like okay, you know like okay within. This week, I also would have really appreciated that now that we that I'm working in the industry and we're covering it, it would have made things a lot easier. Yeah. To have it like bundled, and now it's like whenever people want it to be, and it's 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 a little. And you've got to pass between the bigger events and the smaller events, yeah. so you've got to kind of know: is yeah. this a is this a state of play where I'm just going to stay up late to watch like three trailers for VR games, games. I don't care about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or is this where they actually do reveal X, Y, or Z? Yeah, but uh, if he's dead, we still get cool, cool, yeah, cool shows. <laughs> I guess as well now, we kind of have more games as a service. So it's like yeah. more things. It's more just you're always playing this anyway. Here's just yeah. some new content for it. But like, I think to some degree, these like big shows will remain um, because Sony will do one now. Yeah. Microsoft will do one. They're just like streaming them on their own now. They probably will lack that showmanship. Like yeah. you know how you sometimes used to get like a live band to perform the soundtrack it, and stuff it, like that. Not it, that that was my best part no, of the show. And, but... I, and I think Sony really killed. Sony killed it for you by doing that one year where they recreated the barn from Last of Us Two, <laughs> and then had like some guy play flute on the stage to introduce Ghost of Tsushima, and everyone hated that. <laughs> uh, everyone on uh, like who was watching the stream and who was there. 
there's like amazing life reports from how fucking stressful it was. Yeah. Because they were like hoarding hundreds of people from one hall to the next. <laughs> I was like, you fucking idiots. This is yeah. not like, this is not, this is not a Las Vegas show or something. No. I was like, that's too, too the, the, cut it out. That's yeah. too much. <laughs> but yeah, um, looking forward to the Starfield Direct on June 8th or whatever. Oh yeah, that's yeah. just for Starfield, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we got, like I said, we got the big. We'll get at least. I, I mean, Nintendo have, has nothing to show, but the Xbox and Sony will definitely get big ones this year, and they'll they'll have they'll have our big games. Xbox might do something fun with Jeff Keighley as well. Yeah, maybe they're good buds. Yeah, they're good yeah. buds. Something for the summer game show. But yeah, um, something we probably won't see. We will see this summer, but won't get to play it. I think is Assassin's Creed Mirage. Oh, nice. I always try and... Because I know the news listeners, but when the link comes, <laughs> I have to try and quickly guess in my mind. Uh, yes, yeah. Yeah, I should have known that because it is the delay, yeah. Yeah. Ubisoft continued to suffer. Yeah, Ubisoft um, is doing it again, delaying their games. At least this one, according to a leak um, from... I always forget their name, but there are the Ubisoft leakers. It's like they have like a weird Twitter name, like Script Leaks R six. Oh yes, uh, think, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, they said Mirage is delayed, uh, but that hasn't been officially confirmed yet. I would absolutely not be surprised. We haven't seen anything about this game yet. No. We know it's had a bit of a. Wouldn't even be that disappointed. No. <laughs> no. Uh, we know we know it had a bit of a difficult development from what we heard. And yeah, just the fact that we haven't seen anything it from was, yet, it. It so. was meant a bit. At least when I first heard about it, it was being talked about as DLC for Valhalla yeah. that was spun into a game yeah. and is now delayed. Um, I don't know th- when we're going to get Assassin's Creed Infinite. Probably also next. I don't know, man. Assassin's Creed is so confusing because, like, the suggestions now, and I think Tom Henderson claimed that, is that uh, Mirage will come out next year in 2024. And it's like, okay, you had like. When was Valhalla? Valhalla was like Valhalla 2020. Valhalla was 2020, yeah. So there, there will be four years without a main line Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, and this one apparently is a smaller one. Yeah. Like, guys, come on. That's so weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we d- unfortunately don't know anything about it. Uh, there will be a Ubisoft show. Uh, let me quickly look up when. I think June 15th, the Ubisoft Forward, where they will probably show the game and announce the delay. <laughs> yeah. I, I reckon. Um. And yeah, I, ho- I hope we get to oh, well, June 12th. Hopefully they can Sorry. illuminate uh, yeah. what all these projects are and these code names we've been hearing about. Project Sapphire, Project Ruby. Yeah, I think the next one in line, the f- first one that's supposed to be part of Assassin's Creed Infinite or Infinity, it doesn't matter. Um, it's Assassin's Creed Red, which is the Japan one where okay. you play a shinobi and a ninja. And is that mobile? No, no. <laughs> okay, okay. The mobile one. That's Jade? Yes, <laughs> I think there are two mobile games. Anyway, let's. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who knows what Ubisoft are trying to do? I think Ubisoft are just hoping to be bought out. They're just like I don't know. It's it's so everything they do is so desperate. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's that's. Really They're always cool. last to the party and just <laughs> sort of ah, oh, they've become a real laughing stock. Yeah, it's... like the BRs they've done and tried to fail, and it's always them that do the kind of throw the. Add one of their yeah. franchises with fad new idea. Well, that will fail. Um, but yeah, I mean, I am, I am for one, not looking forward to Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora. Is that the no. name? Oh yeah, there. that's the other one they're working on, guys. They're working on an Avatar game, yeah. which yeah. I do not want to talk about. But there are some leaks. Check them out on OnlyGame.com. I'm still shocked that, that film and franchise is as popular as it is. I, I'm not. 
It's like it's it's anyway. Oh, we don't need to start an avatar discussion, John. Yeah, let's move don't. on. Let's move on. Let's move on to a much more less controversial topic, which is cyberpunk. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something which is surely gonna wow the fans. The DLC. Yes. Is coming. Uh, we're gonna get an actual um gameplay, a sort of reveal of the DLC, um quite soon. What's it called again? Cyberpunk twenty seven seven. Phantom Liberty. Phantom Liberty. Yeah. 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 And it's gonna have. There's not really much to discuss, but uh, it's just interesting. Um, yeah, they're going to show the DLC in June, and I think announce the release date in June. Okay. And there's not much we know about this yet, except that they will like have uh, be really big, have a new uh, location, or like a new part of Night City. I'm not quite sure how it works. Uh, and a completely new story, and Idris Elba's in it. <laughs> and Idris Elba's in it. Okay. Idris Elba plays like the main guy. Or like the main character you interact with. Yeah. Um. So yeah, stay tuned. Uh. For for more info on this in in June. It's I think there's a ton of people that, whether they regret it or not, do have that game in their library. So maybe if this is a reasonably priced <laughs> DLC, I can actually earn back their money here. I I I have played forty hours of Cyberpunk. Wow. Yeah, and I did not finish it. No, no, no. No, eventually I was like, yeah, this is, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was okay. It was, it's an okay game. Even 40 hours is... I mean, it's not bad. It's, it's a good game now. Like, yeah. That, yeah. That it's it's like, that's like... I haven't played it, so I can't say. There's great writing. The shooting is fun. Um, voice acting is sometimes good. It's That's enough. Keanu yeah. is good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's good enough, then. It's good enough. It's good enough. It'll get DLC. But yeah, Phantom Liberty, more coming, more info coming in June. Okay, very nice. And that's all for news today. All the big pieces, yeah. Yeah, we did it. We did it. Are we done? We're done for news. Those are the biggest things, I think. I can't think of anything else that's so yeah. desperately exciting. We need to mention it. I agree. So let's move on to the fun part of the show. The fun show. part, our uh, game of the week. We're going to bring yeah. back some features and games. Yes. Now, for this first one, listeners, bit of a fuck up. I misunderstood the prompt. <laughs> so that you said yourself. That I said myself. <laughs> Our idea, our idea was, you'll all be very familiar with that meme. She's or he's or they are 10, but. So something is perfect. But what's the one thing that can ruin something perfect? So one little gripe or something you have that can ruin something perfect. And then we thought, what if you applied this to games? So it's a perfect 10 game, but. Like, what's that one mechanic or story trope or character type or whatever that you hate so much it would ruin a 10 out of 10 game for you? Now, Faris... Uh, correctly, I think, uh, thought about an example of a game that would be a 10 but has this mechanic. I simply thought of mechanics that would ruin a hypothetical 10. Okay. So I don't have a game to give you an example of this because they're not 10s by definition. Well, I have I, I, I have a mechanic which appears in a lot of uh, games of a specific genre and I always hate it. Okay. So I'm kind of... I'm, I'm not that far away from you. Okay, okay. Uh, do you want me to to say it? You say it. You start. So, I really struggle with this one, because it's like, especially in retrospect, like when you think about, oh my God, Red Dead Redemption Two is like in eleven out of ten for me. It's like I had the greatest time, and everything about this game is so perfect. You know, like with rose tinted glasses. Yeah. But like one thing that every every open world game has, and I always hate, are like are races. I think races in an open world game should just get canned. Wait, like, wait, wait. You mean, do you mean, right, let's be very sorry, specific sorry, here. Sorry. Racing, do you mean car, ra- okay, racing, yeah, car yeah. racing. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> For a second sorry. I was like, right, hold on, hold on. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah, automobile racing. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. or horse racing or any kind yes. of, a, yeah. any kind okay. of uh, 
like uh, um how do you say like competition where that's, you have to be yeah. the first in 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 ugh. that's a fantastic suggestion <laughs> that's a fantastic suggestion because like red dead has them the witcher 3 has them gta has them it always sucks it's yeah. always annoying and it's just because you have driving cyberpunk mechanics. has them yeah i was like I, when I saw when I played Cyberpunk, this was the first time the game really annoyed me. Yeah. But it's like some asshole you met in a cutscene randomly is like, "Yo, we, you want to do some street racing?" Yeah, like, yeah, hell yeah. no. You want to earn some quick bucks? Yeah, yeah. No way, man. Leave me alone. Number blog. It's like <laughs> fuck off. And like, read that the same. I was like, I don't want to do fucking carriage races or whatever you, you get and you can yeah, yeah it's yeah. like why would i do that you've got to do one the game will make you do one so you yeah. know the mechanic <laughs> exists and then walk away yeah and it's like you I, know we always do races down here on a friday all right cheers yeah. bye <laughs> <laughs> but like the witcher is the worst like because <laughs> the game is just so wobbly the way it feels like precision is not a word i would ever use for any gameplay elements in the witcher no it's like you gerald feels like he's drunk Right, and then you <laughs> and then you try to do a race. Yeah, I say like, this is horrible. I and hate. it's not it's not um, uh, detailed enough. The driving and the mount, yeah. like the moving mechanics, because yeah. you added this just as a point for get from A yeah. to B. Usually these games, just horse racing, whatever, is normally just tap X or hold yeah, yeah. X and steer. Yeah. And it's not enough to make an interesting enough race, as you say. Yeah, and I also just don't like racing games. No, I don't <laughs> so that, that doesn't like it. It's it, it doesn't work for me. Even if it was yeah. good, it wouldn't. Oh, that's a really good suggestion. Because I can't think now of a game where it's done well. Yeah. Right. Like you know, cause it's, and they do. You're right. Almost like clockwork. If they've bothered to put in racing or just cars yeah. or mount or horses, they normally want to have. Some kind of uh, like little race mini game. Yeah, yeah. The worst one actually is uh, Judgment, which is a Yakuza spin-off game, and you have drone racing. Oh God! So it's like, <laughs> and it, it, it's similar to The Witcher, not the most precise games the way they 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 feel, which is yeah. fine for the rest of the game because it's very arcadey and stuff. And then you try to do these, and they they're incredibly hard as well for some reason. <laughs> and it's so horrible. Like I I hated it so. I love that, that I love that game to bits, but at that part I was like, this is garbage. This yeah, is so awful. So I almost any open world game you can think of has this, and it's always awful. Usually crap. Uh, an open world game we spoke about. Now I'm thinking of it. Uh, nostalgic one. We spoke about Simpsons Hit and Run previously. That game had on the box one to four players or something because you could mm. unlock a secret local multiplayer, but all it was was a racing game, which oh. was a 2D racing game where it was like a scale electrics and you could control. What? Yeah, it's, this is a thing in Simpsons Hit and Run. Holy shit. Seriously, it's like a, you could unlock it towards the end of the game. Yeah. Like a little kind of mini game with Weird. like four players, up to four players, but it was yeah. just a little racing game. Weird. Yeah, yeah, and it was shit. It was it's really so bad. Weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially since the driving in that game is so fun. The driving is fun. Yeah. They could have done something open world, but no. Weird. No. I think they could never maybe get it so you could have multiple people roaming in 3D because yeah. it, was, just, it yeah. was beyond them at that point. Um, one exception I will say, and this kind of doesn't count, but like, I do enjoy some of the races in GTA Online, especially the really ridiculous ones when it's like basically a a uh, um, Carrera you know, like like Hot Wheels in, yeah. in and it's like loops and stuff and it's all in the air and it's ridiculous. Or the one of the most fun things I ever experienced in a video game was uh, getting drunk with uh, five of my friends and I was playing a race where you would have to race through the mountains in like huge 
uh, uh, RVs. Nice, nice. And nice. you would like topple over the like mountain. Like something out of Breaking Bad. It's so fucking funny. I would say GTA gets a pass because it's like intrinsically carry and it yeah. does the car mechanics really well. This is a customization. Like they get a pass just because it's done so well. Yes, the newer games, especially the old GTA's, always had like race missions that you had to finish. Yeah. Or like the worst one was. Uh, in Vice City, you had the, the missions with the tiny uh, plane. And in, in in San Andreas, you had to do the flight school, which is almost as bad. Like, it's, it's basically doing races with a plane. Yeah. And it's, you had to finish <laughs> the entire thing to, to progress in the story. It's like, why would you? Why like, have you forced and, me and to you do had this? And you had to finish some races as well. I was like, why? I hate this. Yeah. It's so <laughs> awful. It's so awful. It's just so boring. Yeah. So even though I love GTA and Red Dead and stuff, it's like, and the Witcher and everything, I yeah, do not, without n- them. Not for me. Thankfully, races shouldn't be forced. That's why Elden Ring's the best game of all time. It doesn't have races. Once again, proving <laughs> your point. Uh, yeah. Do you have? What would you pick? Yes, I do. I've got. Uh, so I chose a few, but I'll go with the uh, my top one at the moment was. Um, so when you get um, uh, like anthropomorphized, or maybe it could be like a spirit animal or something, but the equivalent in games of you know on Microsoft Word. The little paper clip that is there clippy. giving you little yeah. clippy that gives you little help yeah. and tools and it's like made into a person. Something I I maybe it's just my own thing of needing to get over uh being bad with criticism, but I don't like <laughs> it when they make that a person or a thing. Yeah. I'd rather just be told or given instructions. Yeah, that's especially when they start to treat you like an idiot with someone that follows you. If you're playing an RPG where you've got someone with you who may be like Hey, maybe you could try like those kind of things. Like, shut up, yeah. shut up, shut up. Yeah. Um, I mean, the classic example of that, which you will probably not know, is Navi from Ocarina of Time. Oh Zelda. yeah, well, I, that's Zelda, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one recent example, which is infamous, is uh, Persona Five, which is also a huge RPG, and you have uh, you basically live as a teenager in Tokyo. Yeah. And you can do like go to school, and then you can like decide what you do in the afternoon, but which suggests a lot of freedom. But it's actually very strict. You can like do just one thing, and it's enforced by you, you have this talking cat that's yeah. with you. And when you do one thing in the afternoon, it's like, ah, it looks like you're tired. I think we should go home. Yeah. And then you can't do anything anymore. <laughs> it forces you to go home. It's like, and everyone fucking hates Morgana. Yeah, cat yeah. because of that. Like, you want to be able to say no yeah. and shut up. Let me do this so, thing. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. is really annoying. It feels like patronizing. It feels patronizing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd happily just be told by the game directly, you can or cannot do this in a very yeah. old school in red writing on the on the screen, rather than like. Yeah, just this figure next to me trying to tell me. Yeah, Especially whenever you start games and you get to that tutorial bit, which is always like, uh, there's always some cataclysmic event at the start of the story. So it can be, hey, pick up that. Why don't you learn to use your basic functions again? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A log that's uh, conveniently like halfway yeah. across the path that you can crouch or jump over. Yeah. No, oh, I don't like one. that stuff. No, that's, that's awful. And some of the best games I ever have. It. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. That's a good pick. I like that. Nice, yeah, nice. Great. Should we hit we'll hit them with another game or another thing like that? Either yeah. one of these or a different game next week. Yeah, for sure. We should we should uh keep keep the sections coming. Yes. I always enjoyed them. And we just forgot to do them. We just forgot <laughs> to do them, guys. We just forgot to do them. But yeah, they'll be back. Always fun back. discussions. Do you remember when we did the one like which games you would save in Apocalypse? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The bunker. Yeah, the, the nuclear bunker, bunker that yeah. had some of the best games of all time and Octodad. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure it was the creme de la creme of video yeah. game history. I'm pretty sure I picked GTA and Left 4 Dead, which are very good picks. Yeah, fantastic picks. Those are the yeah. games you want to... It was also because that game was about you could teach something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was it for the show. We now anything to look forward to... to next week. Yeah, um, I alluded to Resident Evil Four. It's getting a very nice content update on Friday, I think. Whatever April April seven is. I think Friday is the um, today. It's getting a free update that in- introduces the mercenaries mode, which if you know Resident Evil, you will know it's. Uh, I think since the original Resident Evil Four, it's been in all of them, which is like a horde mode. Um, Co-op? No. Okay. Which is fine, because this is not a co-op game. No, no, no. Uh, it, it would be really fun, but that would be weird to just have co-op for one just mode. Just for one mode, yeah. Uh, which I think they've done before. They've done weird. They've done a lot of weird like DLCs and stuff, like very experimental. And I think they've done one where it was it introduced multiplayer modes to the single player REs and it's like that's strange yeah, why'd yeah. you do that don't do that yeah <laughs> but yeah Mercenary is always great and especially with the remake which is just the combat is so amazing I'm so excited to just go in and have just the combat you know yeah and because I really wanted to play the game again but I decided no no I'm gonna wait until Mercenaries and play other stuff yeah Um, so I'm really excited to jump back in and like I said it's gonna be free update if you own the game so that's really cool and ah oh man no it's fine that's it for next week I was gonna say talk about Overwatch but we can mention it okay yeah Overwatch season 4 is coming I think 12th April 12th or something before you listen to the next episode yeah probably yeah, yeah. Um, what else oh there's the Sherlock Holmes game coming we'll yes. mention that in passing it's from Frogware and there are Euro- Ukrainian dev who have been working uh, in these conditions, well, I don't want to say in these as if I'm in them as well, in those conditions. Um, and so we always like to give them a shout out. Plus the game seems kind of fun. I think this will appeal to a lot of people. It's Sherlock Holmes, but with a Lovecraftian twist where it kind of involves eldritch horrors and all kinds of things, manner of things like that. Um, and you will play as Sherlock Holmes, kind of investigating your way around this horrific yeah. hellscape. Yeah, these Sherlock Holmes games are really cool adventure games I've, I've never played them a lot but um if, if you like like adventure games or like and and they're proper detective games so you actually have to like figure stuff out and, yeah yeah and things like that it's, if you don't really care cool. about using your brain when you yeah. play yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah they're really cool yeah. and you wanted to mention pga oh i did want to mention pga <laughs> i don't know why i want to mention this this is as i say the only person i watch twitch for plays golf games that's why i'm aware <laughs> of this pga is pga if you if you're into golf EA's next big PGA game is out on April 7. And I hear that if you are into golf games, it looks like a great golf game. So yeah. there you go, ladies and gentlemen. It probably will be. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's not much competition. You don't have much else to no. play. If you like golf games, you're getting it either way, aren't you? Yeah. And you probably didn't need me to remind you if you like golf games. So there no, but maybe go. there's always going to be some people who are like, oh, I'm going to try this one out. I mean, yeah. I don't know about golf, but like... There's going to be someone listening who has a ton of disposable income and slightly <laughs> likes golf and is bored this week. I feel like you're speaking about someone you know. <laughs> no, I don't know anyone that likes golf that much. Um, I don't care about golf at all, um, but it does happen sometimes where I see one of these sports games come out. And it happened to me... Uh, with Madden, for example, where I, for some reason, 
was like, oh, I'm going to play Madden this year and I'm going to get into American football. Yeah. And I did. And now I now understand and like and watch American football. So that's Maybe always going to happen. Maybe. We'll, we'll, let's go on for a, like an 18 hole. But what we do is try not to be silly and just watch, just drive your ball into the crowd with every hit. Do you, I use, do you play golf? Like, did you play golf? No, no, no. no. I've, play, I've played it uh, less, than, uh, less than five times in my life. Okay, I've never played actual golf. But I do absolutely adore mini golf. And okay, and I, I, play, be, I love mini golf or crazy I, golf. I, we should go. There's some yeah. great courses in Munich. <laughs> nice. Um, should we do like a fancy kind of business lunch at a crazy golf place? Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There, there's one at the, Olymp- oh, the Olympic Park. Nice. Let's just go nice. for lunch. We'll go to the clubhouse for a Hellas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, there's always one in, in like, at least here in Germany, in mini golf courses. There's always one hole that's like a fake golf course where you have to hit like a long long shot oh okay you know? okay and i always fail at that because i don't have the hand-eye coordination i can do the <laughs> little putts yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, but you can't do one of those big swinging the swing yeah. i always miss just chip up low to the grass <laughs> yeah and that's always the one it's usually in the middle of the course and i always dread it because i'm like I'm, I'm gonna miss i'm gonna look like a fucking asshat yeah, yeah so so you just try and really drive the putt <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. No, I don't need nine for this. I think. Uh, so that that's the closest I'll ever get to playing or enjoying golf. But I might. I don't. I don't know. No, I, don't I, I will not play this game. But maybe someone no. will. Someone might. Someone might. Yeah. I mean, they keep pumping them out. They must do okay for them. I think. I think golf is one of those like niche things. Like, or it seems niche from the outside. Yeah. Like F one. But when you get in, or you realize actually yeah, the community's yeah. big and they're kind of die hard. And as you said, there's not much competition. Like, I bet if you're into golf this is like the only big game you're getting all year. So it's like, yeah. they've kind of got that audience locked down. And Mario Golf apparently sucked, so there's really nothing else. Yeah. And I don't even, <laughs> I'm not sure serious golfers, no. but maybe, maybe. I have to say, it was kind of funny having golf, and this was going to be my last tangent because we need to leave, um, having golf in GTA Five. Oh, yeah. And and I kind of did enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, I only did it once. And Much then, better than yoga. I know a lot of people, yeah, that was shit. <laughs> Uh, I know. I, I've heard from people who are like, "Oh, it's, this is a really good golf game." And it's such a shame that there's only one course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> but it, it was. It was cool. It was. It was kind of like, I'm more of a tennis type in terms of these like yeah. sort of let's say B tier major sports. Yeah. I mean, tennis and golf are huge. You know. Yeah. Um, and they don't really make a lot of good tennis games anymore. So when and they haven't for like ten years plus. So when GTA Five had one, I was like, "That's really cool." I, I, bet, I hope GTA 6 is full of more mini games than you can shake a stick at. I hope I can pretty much play every sports game in that. I hope they bring back air hockey because GTA 4, <laughs> GTA 4's first add-on, The Lost and the Damned, added air hockey to the game. You know, like yeah, they're yeah, playing like yeah, yeah. creation. Pucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it it was horror. It was so bad, but the idea of it is really. And I you think air- they can get it working now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And also, last I promise, very last tangent. I want Rockstar to make another table tennis game, because if you don't know, I think in two thousand eight or something, they made uh, a table tennis game. Wow. Rockstar's table tennis, which is still very revered, and for many, like because it was graphically ma- incredible at the time, early three sixty game. Wow. And, and had like this really fun, complex uh, uh, gameplay system. So people really loved that. And I love table tennis on Wii Sports. So uh, Wii Sports Resort. So please, Rockstar, stop what you do. Stop this GTA nonsense and give me table tennis too. And then go back to the Warriors franchise you got and make the Warriors BR. Oh man, you, you said that recently. I was hey, like, That's... from a friend that gave me the suggestion. Yeah. He will be listening. But yeah, the Warriors BR he suggested. And I thought, wow, 
He'll be playing Apex Do right now. Do people still fact. know what the Warriors is? I feel like we may be the last generation that had that oh, cultural yeah. osmosis of hearing about the Warriors, which is yeah. a very old film at this point. Yeah, it's something like mid seventy or maybe mid to end seventies. Yeah. Um, yes, maybe so. if you don't know, it's set in Gangland, New York, with lots yeah. of different gangs. Oh, I can't, I'll go on for too long talking about this idea because it's so and, good. And, it's an idea. Oh, you, you just alluded to that, right? That Rockstar did make a Warriors game. The Rockstar game. made yeah, a yeah. Warriors game. So, so they PS2. have, I don't know if they yeah. still have, like, they must have some access to whoever owns those rights. And it was a good game. There was a brawl feature in it that was yeah. fucking sick. Yeah, I remember I remember loving loving that game when it came out. Um, I just want Rockstar to do something else than one giant open world game a decade. Especially because it's taken, it's like, and I don't blame them. Like, we're talking about how we want GTA 6 to have every game, and I'm sure it's going to have ton of these games. Yeah. So it's understandable, and like, with modern game development, it'll take this long. But you're absolutely right. If they just keep at it, and I understand why they want to, but it's a shame that we're not getting more out of such a talented studio. Yeah. Because by the time GTA does release, GTA 6 will be 2025, probably. Yeah. And then it's been, when was GTA 4? 2012? GTA 4. GTA 5. GTA 5. Uh, 2013. 2013. So it'll be 12 years. Yeah. And all we had in the in between, the trilogy remasters and Red Dead. Oh, I suppose Red Dead 2 is pretty big. But still, <laughs> still, from a company this big, it's a shame we're only getting the Red Dead and GTA. I think it's fine because And we if might you never get to, a Red Dead 3. They want to make these, like, giant games. Yeah. And they want to make games that are that have, like, a unreachable level of detail and... Then sell the Warriors IP to someone else. <laughs> Fuck's sake, yeah. And also, Rockstar always had horrible, horrible working conditions. Every yeah. Crunch and everything. And I mean, I remember, I, I think well. it was Red Dead 1, there yeah. was that thing where like, uh, the wives of the people working at the studio came together yeah. to like write an open letter. It's like, let, let our husbands come home, please. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. It was yeah. Just so horrible. So please. they're changing that now, So which is why GTA takes even longer now, but it, it's fine. Yeah, it's yeah, fun. it is good, but it's just, um, uh, it's just yeah. a shame. Yeah. Anyway, you know what else is a shame? That this episode is now the over. The pod. Thank, you, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, John, for another thank great you, episode for, for being in the studio with me. This lovely four degree April day. I know it looks balmy outside, but it's not. Is that that's too British for me? Sorry. Uh, no, like balmy. a balmy summer's day, like balmy. Yeah, like a, uh, like kind of like a warm afternoon sunset. Okay. I don't know. Like that I, kind I, of no. afternoon. Do I know what that means? <laughs> Hold on. I've only ever heard people say Thank you for listening. Uh, yeah, come back next week. I'm, I'm probably going to fade out. <laughs> Pleasantly warm weather. Bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> there we go. Balmy. How do you spell it? Balmy. B-A-L-M-Y. Oh, like, like balm. Like. Yeah, like a, yeah, like a balm. Like a balmy. Yeah, yeah. The balmy days of late summer. Pleasantly warm weather. As opposed to unpleasantly warm weather. <laughs> I mean, which is very much... Yeah, it does exist, actually, yeah.